Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Previously on The Legacy of Gaia. The dining room was suddenly alive with drinking, dancing, and singing. And Shui watched on amused at the fact that they did not seem too worried that he just said he would soon be in possession of something that could destroy the entire Earth, starting at their very doorstep. This is episode 11 of The Legacy of Gaia. As the young group continued to climb the hill, Hemero was becoming more anxious that they had not heard any noises for a while. The canopy of the forest had blotted out the moonlight, leaving them in complete darkness, and Rose was starting to get annoyed with Hemero for getting her into this in the first place. She huffed and puffed as she tore off branches that were in her way and climbed further uphill. Nyakax was wondering if they should begin to think about setting up camp for the night and get some rest, regardless of the noises they had heard a while back as it was getting so late and everyone was tired, but as he was about to talk, Hemero suddenly stopped still in his tracks right in front of him. For a short moment, Nyakax wondered if Hemero had read his mind until he saw the panic in Hemero's face. Where are they, Hemi? Why haven't we heard them? Nyakax whispered in his ear. Because something is wrong, he whispered back. They're more interested in something else, something nearby. Come on. Finn became immediately worried that they were now surrounded by a horde of the undead. Visions of zombies eating into his flesh and tearing him limb from limb began to permeate his mind. He suddenly found himself crying with his eyes shut tight and then realised that Rose, Nyakax and Hemro had run off. Finn saw them further up the hill and tried to keep up with them but there was now only a speck of light to illuminate the path. Just a dim moonshine tearing itself through the trees and landing on the dull soft mud below their feet. As Finn started to catch up, he could see Hemero, Rose and Nyakax standing completely still at the top of the hill. He was relieved that this huge uphill process was over and that they were finally going to start setting up camp. He considered that it was somewhat thoughtless to be standing on top of a hill where everyone can see you, but right now, he really just didn't care. As Finn approached the top, 
he suddenly realised they were all looking at something, and that he could now see them more clearly as they were staring down into a bright, warm light. Finn then saw smoke billowing up into the sky and started to think it was some kind of volcano. He ran up to see what was happening and, as he looked down towards the bottom of the other side, he noticed a plateau and then a wave of heat hit his face. Below them on the plateau stood a village ablaze, the buildings either on fire, lying in ashes or a crumbling, smouldering mess. Cries of pain and suffering rose up through the darkness and instilled fear in the group. They stood there in shock, staring at the gnawed bodies lying motionless in the streets, families running around carrying what was left of their belongings, mothers clutching their dead children, holding them tight to their chests as they screamed to the skies in agony, and the shouts of men trying to organise one another to save the other townsfolk from the wreckage. Finn felt like he was looking straight into hell, and it only hit him there and then the real importance of getting the artefact back. What do we do? he whispered quietly. But it was not the village that Hemmer and the others were now concentrating on, for, just below them, hiding within the forest, were the knights of Norheath, talking quietly amongst themselves. It was hard to ascertain how many there were, but Nyakax could make out at least five of them. Look, Nyakax pointed, they are not helping, merely watching. Is this their work? No, replied Hemero. This is the work of the undead. This is their chaos. Then why do they merely sit there? Let me listen, replied Hemero. He crouched down, touched his hand upon the floor and began to focus Q into his ears to hear the conversation better. His ears gave off a faint red glow as if they were burning. I'll tell you what is said. Hemero listened into the conversation, but it was hard to distinguish which voice belonged to who. He repeated what he was hearing to the others as best he could. They are dying, Cathus, one spoke. That is not our concern. We have more pressing issues. I don't care, I'm going. Sit down, man, this is not our war. There was some rustling and a huff. Don't the rest of you see? This will soon be our war if we do not help people like this. You know our orders. Remain silent, do not bring attention to ourselves, and get the artefact back as quickly as possible. The time we have spent discussing this, we could have helped and moved on by now. Then there it is, we are to move on. There was a clang of metal. Had someone picked something up? Then you go on without me, Cathas. I'm going to stay here and help these people. There was a silence. There is no way to change your mind? There was a sorrow behind the voice, a dim hint of despair. No. Then so be it. Surrender to me all your knightly possessions. What? Cathas, don't, spoke another voice that not yet had been heard. Don't tell me what to do, young Ribbon. If Furious wishes to continue without us and disobey orders, he is therefore stripped of his position and must hand over everything and anything which could identify him as a knight of Norheath to our enemies. It's for his benefit as much as ours. Our mission remains. Cathus, you... It's okay, Ribbon. I'll be fine. Go on without me and complete your mission. Then there was complete silence as one of them slipped towards the village, towards the engulfing flames and cries of agony. The other knights disappeared into the darkness. Nothing more was uttered. What are we to do? asked Finn. We continue after the knights, right? Naya looked to Hemero to answer. Rose pointed angrily towards the burning village. Are you mad? Look at them, Naya. We must help. Nyakak shook his head. We cannot. If we lose track of the knights, 
We lose hope of finding the artifact. There's a bigger picture here, Naya insisted. Rose was shocked. I can't believe what I'm hearing. So we just leave them to die. Is that it? I'm not saying that. Don't pin this on me, Rose. Of course I want to help, but the damage has clearly been done. We can't afford to lose the knights. That's why we're here. I'm a healer, Naya. I can help them down there. You guys carry on with your mission, but I won't be able to live with myself if I just left these people to die. Nyakax took a deep breath. We can't always help everyone, Rose. Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. I don't want to waste my time with this, when we should be making sure the artifact is in safe hands. Rose pulled a face of disgust. Sorry, waste my time. I can trace their tracks, Hemro whispered to himself. It is wasting our time. Nyakax was continuing his argument with Rose, oblivious to Hemero. We can... we can do both, Hemero said a little louder. What's that? Finn asked. I can... I can do it. We can save the village now, and I think... I'm sure I'll be able to track them. We'll catch them up. Nyakax squared up to Hemero. Not if they get too far away. It's been hard enough as it is. I'm surprised you got us this far. Nyakax took a breath and calmed down. I'm sorry, Emro. I'm impressed, really I am, but you were the one who was telling us how important this was. You talked everyone into it. I'm not risking thousands of lives for the sake of a mere handful. Emro nodded slowly and scratched his head, walking around Nyakax. You know, Naya, I come from a small village, probably the same size as this. Maybe there was a group nearby, like us right now quibbling over whether we were worth it. They decided to let my village die, let every single one of my people slaughtered, because there was something else that had to be done, some other priority. So it was okay for my mother to die? My father? Was it worth it? What if the next guy is down there, mutilated? Taken before he could have changed the world. People matter, Nyakax. More than anything, people matter. And this... This back and forth between us, this is a waste of time. But, but nothing, look at them, Naya. A flash of red burst into Hemro's large bright eyes, reflecting the flames from below. But there was something underneath that raged inside him, something inhuman. He pointed down towards the village. I know people think I'm stupid. I'm just some loser kid, some freak. But don't test me on this, Nyakax. I'm telling you, we can save the people dying down there and catch up to the knights. Now, if you don't believe me, then go, and I'll catch you up too. Nyakax looked down to the chaos, the screaming, the rivers of blood, and people lying on the floor motionless with their clothes still on fire. He was not trained for this kind of situation, and if he was being honest with himself, it scared him. Hemi, Nyakax calmly began, if we don't get the artifact back... Every village will be like this. We will get the Kalad back, Naya, or we will all die trying. Emro stared into the flames. They engulfed him in light within the darkness. The fires of hell laid beneath him like a welcome mat. His fists began to clench, and his muscles tensed. Nykax looked at his classmate in a new light. There was something special about him. Something within him that he had not sensed before. He sincerely believed it was fate that brought them this far, and that it was fate still that was guiding them all, and Hemeroy, for all his faults. Somehow, seemed to be at the centre of it. Before Nyakax had decided, Hemeroy raced down the hill with Mose following close behind. 
He thought for a second, shook his head and chased after them. He couldn't help but feel this was a mistake they'd all regret. Finn now stood alone at the precipice, looking down at the village on fire. He did not want to go and would much rather have just followed the knights. Knowing they were close by had given him comfort, and now he felt they were vulnerable. He didn't like feeling vulnerable. He remembered how his dad would always tell him he should always run from trouble, that he wasn't smart or tough enough to take it on. But right now, he felt he could not leave his friends. Would Hemera do the same for him? He'd like to think so, but he was hoping he wouldn't have to find out. If you wish to support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash legacyofgaia. If you wish to skip ahead, you can actually buy the book on Amazon right now. You can follow the link in the description. You can follow us on Twitter at Legacy of Gaia or email us at legacyofgaia at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to rate or review us on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you for listening and see you next time.